0: to put into words how great that fight car was it was an experience you know the fans were awesome like usual i i'm as a canadian you know i love the canadian crowds and i love being a part of uh, you know the big fight night in like canada if i can if i get opportunity to go to an event but man london is insane like they're just so passionate so loud and they deserve this fight card you know it was a great memorable night of fights molly mccann she stole the show with her spinning elbow in my opinion um just the emotion she gave uh, after the fight was awesome to see uh patty the Batty, uh he's living up to the hype you know he's he's there's critics like there's always going to be but i'm on the hype train you know he's exciting it's entertaining you know he's he's a good show for the sport um definitely for the ufc um he's getting compared to the like the new connor mcgregor so it's kind of it's kind of funny to see that connor's on his way out and they're replacing him already with a younger uh fresher brit from uh yeah uk i guess we can say the brit british man from liverpool (laughs) that's my little british accent there it's bad but whatever yeah it was it was a good uh it was a good night uh main event was crazy you never thought you'd see volkov get demolished the way he did like it took curtis blades uh one of in my opinion one of the top heavyweights in the division or even in the ufc uh yeah, Uh the top one of the top UFC heavyweights, Curtis Blades. Yeah, it even took Curtis Blades. Um, it only it took him the full, full, uh, fight to get the job done, and Tom Aspinall came in there and he just, just ran through Volkov like rocked him, picked him up, dumped him, put him on the ground, and then once the fight got back to the feet. He put him back down and got the submission. It was amazing to see, especially you know, um, it was nice to see like a huge win in a uh, the O two arena. Like when John Gooden was talking about, oh, he was the he was a fan in the seats, and then he was a cornerman, and now he's actually made a venting. That was pretty cool to hear. Um, it was great. There was a lot of highs. You know, the fans were awesome. This, um, the fights were great the one fight that really was disappointing was uh, Mike Grundy not because of like the performance or like how he lost or whatever it's just like the story of his father being uh, terminally ill and they kept panning to him like I wish the cameraman would just stop like his parents are crying and like they're just like oh let me zoom in like let's get that emotional shot and then he Grundy gets submitted so early in the first round it was like oh I was devastating um I kind of wanted him to win I feel bad that he uh lost but it was a gr- it was a great way to lose I guess you know like not for him but for his opponent like it was a great win uh just was sucked that you know dedicating the fight to his father in a way um but yeah it was crazy it was a crazy night of fights um nine bonuses i think there was nine finishes and they gave uh, out nine bonuses like performance of the night bonuses which is so unheard of nowadays in the ufc and then the next question is you know like there's always those critics out there that are saying oh where did the money come from why are they only giving out three or four sometimes at max on a good night but yeah, normally it's I think it's three, three um, bonuses given out, and it's like where did this extra money come from? I guess you could say like the UFC London was a huge success, it made a lot of money, so the fighters deserved the money, but they should anyways. You know what I mean? It's like give them more. They'll they, these cards will come on all the time. Like it'll be a great night of fights um, every single night. But a lot of these fighters, in my opinion, are worried about the training and picking a fight that will maybe um be a career changer you know what i mean like if they take a fight uh against a guy that's gonna dominate him when he's on a winning streak and then boom look at dan hooker he is taking these killer fights and sure his like uh, credibility with the fans is like you know through the roof but it's a business um this sport is a business first really you know in my opinion i, keep, I gotta keep saying it in my opinion because it's gonna be people that there's gonna be people that just disagree with it but nowadays we're living in a business era of um fighting and it's crazy that um a guy like dan hooker he's taking these crazy fights you know he's been uh t- took a short notice fight against uh islam he took uh, what was it he took a loss. Um, like it just he went loss, loss, win, loss, loss. You know it's like you can't be taking those in the UFC nowadays. There's a young up and coming uh, group that will pass you by. And out. look at Arnold Arnold Allen, <laughs> can't even talk, about that yeah, Arnold Allen. He uh, he shocked. Well, I don't want to say shocked the world because his skill set is he's really good. I picked Dan Hooker, but that's just because I i'm a fan it's a name you know he's a good he's a good fighter he's a good guy he's like personally like uh you don't see any bad things said about the guy dan hooker and so yeah it's hard not to pick against a, or it, it is hard it is hard to pick against him because of how good of a guy he is and a good fighter and as always you know but arnold allen he is a beast you know he's an up-and-comer and a guy like that he just leapfrogged up into the division division uh, with a big name over Dan Hooker, but hopefully Hooker can come back. It was a, uh, it was not a great way to go. It was confusing. Like, you know, sometimes we as fans watch the fights and are just like, huh. Why isn't he blocking? Why is he just, you know, and even myself, I'm like, man, you're not really, go for a takedown, like, go for this, go for that, do something. But he wanted to stand in the pocket with Arnold Allen, and he paid. He almost got it back. I think he rocked him once and dropped Allen, but Hooker should have not stood with Allen. Should have got a clinch maybe, went for a takedown, but who knows how rocked he was because, oh, man, he took some blows. Like he just got pummeled and I can't believe that was just a first round too. That was a like first round KO TKO. Um, but yeah, it was that was a crazy fight. See that's I mean there was so many great fights. Prelims were good. Um, there was Tapura, he was a beast getting beat up um, against Jai Herber and just getting you know you know, we didn't I didn't think he was gonna get out of the round. I thought he was out you know i thought he was gonna be finished i'm like oh no the hype is not there you know like the patty fight with him and the controversy controversy (laughs) the controversy of uh the hotel like kind of scuffle with him and patty i'm like oh no they're losing that right now but then he comes out and just demolishes him like throws out a huge punch he took a punch you know like And just dropped Herbert it was crazy oh wow it was like (laughs) you couldn't you can't you can't even you can't script this stuff that's the one thing I I love about um, mixed martial arts is you know in boxing there's a lot of and this is just me um, inserting my opinion again (laughs) but yeah like this is boxing to me is kind of not rigged but there's very a lot of pick and choosing um kind of fights you know with the promoters and all the belts like there's so many belts in boxing but anyways ugh, I, I could go down that uh, rabbit hole for days uh yeah but anyways uh yeah he just came out and just rocked him in the first round Tapura, he got rocked and then uh hurt, he came back out and just when he thought it was over boom lands a connect uh, punch and uh, lights out. The fight is over. Uh, I definitely cheered out loud. You know, it's hard not to when you watch these fights. That was a good one. Paul Craig, um, he did amazing. I did not f- drink the Kool Aid like everybody else was doing when they're like, oh, he's rocked, he's rocked. Well, like, I kind of thought he was rocked in the fight. I'm like, oh, no, the way his head you know he looked like he was gonna be finished right but in his post-fight interview when he said i was like he did exactly what um tony ferguson did to keith uh, kevin lee oh my god keith wow um never mind <laughs> that's wrestling keith lee shout out to keith lee if you're watching AW. yeah anyways um <laughs> Uh, yeah but tony ferguson when he uh learned against kevin lee in that fight for the interim belt uh when he just you know it was crazy he just like predicted his hips and then submitted uh kevin lee but yeah paul craig did the same thing as uh uh kryloff came in with like these punches from the top uh, paul craig said in his post-fight post-fight interview Um, that he yeah just in his post fight interview he just uh, told the world you know I witnessed this and uh, boom he went for the submission and got it like another special memorable moment in UFC London Uh, I think it was a great fight card and they can continue to have all these awesome events in these different countries and you know thank you know you know, I'm just gonna say, thank fuck that uh, um, this COVID stuff is like easing up a bit, and we're having all these events because now we're witnessing the best. You know, I don't know if it's because of the fans that definitely helps 100, percent but just the atmosphere of a fight with a with the crowd is totally different than the UFC Apex or whatever. Um, Bellator's doing really well with their fans too. They got some good, good crowd. But you know, when you put on a, a card like UFC London, Bellator is not really in like the even in the race at that point. You know, they're all competing. You got one, one championship. You got um, PFL. You got all these upcoming, established uh, companies trying to compete with uh, the original ufc and the ufc puts on an event with like ufc london and it's like Bellator who pfl what you know it's like no disrespect to them i'm just saying like you get lost in that moment of these great fights and it's hard to even remember but uh yeah it's uh it's a great great event i i'm a huge fan of, i might even watch it again once it gets on uh fight pass um maybe i'll just fast forward through all like the commercials and stuff because it just loses the hype you know but i get it the uh espn's got to pay for it and it's the up and coming fight pass shows so yeah it's a great great event um john gooden was back which is amazing probably one of my favorite announcers i'm definitely once i'm finished this podcast i'll probably think about doing another one on john gooden and how great he is as a commentator but yeah, he's back. Paul Felder was great on the mic. Uh Bisping, you know, there's a great um interaction between those three. So that added to it. Uh yeah. What can what more can I say about this? You know, if you saw the card, you know exactly what I mean. It was awesome. It was it was something we needed as fight fans, you know, to get us back into it. Like you you can have all these fight cards, um, back to back to back to back like every weekend and it gets a little boring some people get a little restless and they start criticizing oh is this card the best one or is this main event the great uh greatest they could have put up with or you know there's a lot of critics out there and it kind of i kind of avoid that kind of stuff because hey these guys are putting it on on the line every night at in the gym away from their families you know putting their life on hold to you know essentially entertain us you know i know they're getting a paycheck and it's their job but at the same time we can move on from that they can't if they lose they don't get paid they win you know they advance in their career with us as fans we'd be like oh so and so beat this opponent and it's like whatever we're on to the next weekend because we get to see this fighter against this fighter oh that fight suck oh they suck you know like it's it's stupid i hate it it's it it is what it is you know there's always going to be that and with social media being so relevant nowadays when it comes to interacting with fighters and fans wanting to be a part of that you know it's it's more you know i don't want to say toxic but it's chaotic at you know at the least because you got to you got to take the good with the bad um but yeah i i think a lot of people forget that these guys and women like men and women they they're athletes sure they're getting paid to you know live a crazy lifestyle of being uh the best in the world at what they do and we just gotta take it easy on them i guess you know we, we gotta remember they're people too they have families and loved ones that care about them you know and i don't know how i'd feel if i just lost in front of like a huge arena against an opponent who could be the opponent that puts me into a title contention fight and i lose that and then you gotta go back and look at your family in the face and just be like yeah all that money is spent all that hard work all that time away it was for this loss you know it's i think that would be the hardest thing is taking a loss but yeah some just want to talk about the UFC london and uh get the podcast game going again you know it's been a while i had fun doing this one actually I had a couple of topics i want to talk about like that one i just was going off on <laughs> how it is like to be a fighter you know you just look at these guys and you know these guys and girls and you forget how much it takes you know to be in shape not make a mistake to have everything go right and then at the blink of an eye it doesn't and it's over because that person trained you know just as hard or even more and you don't know like more or less but all it takes is one punch one kick one injury one one submission one wrong head movement one wrong placement of your arm you know like go too fast go too slow anyways uh yeah it's interesting interesting topic really is the of being a fighter in general but uh yeah uh i think that's it i think that's all i'm gonna be talking about who knows if anyone's listening to this if so that's cool really appreciate it um trying to get this MA stuff um going uh, meeting some cool people talking with some cool people just interacting with like-minded individuals when it comes to this but yeah i see a lot of guys going to these events and they seem to want to get their brand out there and i just for me it's not even about that it's i i want to you know if i can say do this journalism or whatever full-time doing really well i think with kshad press i think i enjoy doing that that's fun some cool guys over there but you know they're smart you know these guys are super smart so being a part of this team i'm glad i'm on cage press squad because they are they get it you know and they're pretty knowledgeable but there's these other companies out there and these other writers and podcasters and whatever not all of them you know i'm just gonna i might shoot myself in the foot with this but just there's some ones that are out there uh that want to get their brand out there and want to be the next whatever whatever like look we'll at schmo you know i'm gonna call him out because he will never hear this whatever i don't care um Errol hawani who that's a huge that's another topic i will get into which i'm not a fan of his and now is in recording but yeah it's uh those guys like those two especially like not especially them but just those two in general they they have a brand it's like the schmo he used a uh, character to get where he is and you know congratulations to him that's cool it worked but Then you forget, you know, you forget that it's not about you and it's about the fighters. You know, I could sit back and I would love to interview some of these fighters and just be like, hey, it's not about me, it's about you. So I don't care. You know, you you blow me off. That's cool. I respect that. Um, You don't want to talk to me. There's so many other people. You want to get your brand out there and you're the fighter. So. I would not be, you know, if I get turned down from an interview, I'm not devastated or whatever. I don't care. It's They have more on their plate <clears throat> than uh, talking to some up-and-comer guy. But, yeah, one of these days I'll get a crazy, crazy good uh, interview with a fighter or even just someone I'm, I'm not really going to beg them or anything like that because it's kind of weird. But, yeah. And I think that's it, folks. Um, appreciate you tuning in kind of ramble there towards the end but whatever um i think i'm just gonna go raw just say what i'm saying and keep it you know <laughs> maybe it'll work maybe it won't but yeah i know the sport i love the sport and uh and that's all you can say so yeah if you haven't seen ufc london 100% recommend watching it great great card and yeah i guess uh talk to you on the next one. Peace.